Good to be back. Welcome back to episode nine of Non-Professional Dating Advice. It's been a few weeks. Let me tell you why. I'll be completely honest with you. My last episode, I had my friend Chandler come on. It was actually St. Patrick's Day. So it was like over a month ago. <laughs> well, he he like made like these graphs. He like drew these graphs and we talked about how like the science of dating and yeah. and accor- well, according to him. And so uh-huh. we talked about that. We talked about um, some things that happened a couple months ago. And, and then he got canceled. Yes. He got canceled? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was but, listening and he was talking about like evolution and dating and stuff like that. Like, you know, I get what he's coming here, but I feel like people might be a little bit offended by it, but you know, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I, I don't think I have, I don't think I have enough followers and listeners to, to get canceled. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? This is the Utah, Utah state radios, um, super sexy, non-professional dating advice show. I will say though, I do. So this podcast does get, it's like part of Aggie radio. So for Utah state, mm-hmm. um, it's part of their podcast network or whatever. I will say my show is definitely the most interesting. I don't know if interesting is the right word, but it's definitely the most like, um, um, what's the word? Uh, like there's a lot of draw to it. Like people uh, are like, Oh, yeah. like I, I want to watch the, or listen to this one. Like it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think dating is naturally a very attractive thing to talk about, uh-huh. you know, as opposed to, I don't know what other shows there are, probably like, I don't know, TED Radio Hour, but for Utah State students or something like that. So. Yeah, so like, definitely, I mean, I don't think a lot of students listen to Aggie Radio, just because there's so many students and it's kind of difficult to get the word out. But, but yes, I do have the most um, intriguing, maybe podcast on the network and uh sadly i broke the golden rule with podcasting and that is um you got to be consistent if you want to build a following if you want to build a successful podcast you have to be consistent and um i was being pretty consistent posting every two weeks but these last couple weeks have been pretty crazy little tease um there's a girl who's responsible for my absence We'll get to that a little bit later. We'll get to to that a little bit later. (laughs) That is what our episode is about. It's just your story. Well, I I hope, Mm -hmm. I hope the episode we talk about today is not what happens with my personal life. But the great segue into what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about summer flings because summer is on the horizon at least for college students, school. I know BYU just, they finished this week. I know BYU-Idaho finished a couple of weeks ago. So a lot of schools are finishing up this week or next week, and then it's going to be summer, right? And so in preparation for summer, I know a lot of people, like they go, they go work or um, um, they travel or they do different things. But something that people really like to do is have fun during the summer. And what better way to have fun than to have a summer fling? Casual relationship. <laughs> keyword casual man i feel like casual is just like even like outside of the realm of summer flings i feel like everyone just wants a casual relationship <laughs> yeah i think so i mean they definitely you know there's a reason why i don't really hear tinder classified as a dating app anymore but just as a hookup app uh-huh. i think yeah you know hookup culture is the epitome of casual so you know perhaps that's 
I think it shows a, a decent amount in our culture that there is a lot of young people that are just much more interested in casual relationships. I don't want to sound like a boomer here and say like back in my day, when I, <laughs> I had to come up with my Ford Edsel and buy her a bouquet of flowers. Or something like what are you that. German? <laughs> I don't know. This is German dating. Yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> well, that's very true though. Very true. I, the, the idea of dating and, and I'm taking this, course that's uh it's all about like marriage and family and like the structures of of that within society and it's interesting that uh the whole there was a whole chapter on like dating and mate selection and it's just changed like a ton and will probably continue to change a ton with the times you know um yeah. but it is just interesting to to kind of look at and to see so what i'm going to do now is i'm going to share my screen i'm going to do something i have not done yet on an episode like this and since we are doing zoom we're able to do this mm -hmm. so you can now see my screen now so all for all the people who are watching on youtube this is only applicable to you those who are listening to the podcast um what i have is i essentially just have an article up here refinery 29 apparently logan you found the same article <laughs> oh, yeah no refinery 21 is one of the finest news sites on the internet <laughs> I, every morning i wake up and I read the New York Times and I also read Refinery 29. <laughs> because as a man, I want to feel empowered as a woman when I read Refinery 21. <laughs> oh, maybe you'll get canceled for that statement. <laughs> um, I will say this. I I I think Refinery 29 is such a trashy website. And <laughs> I I personally am not a huge fan. I mean, obviously, I'm not their intended audience. It seems like it's definitely for a, a female audience, but uh, there's just so much about it that just seems really trashy. Like it's it's just like it's like TikTok on cocaine. That's what Refinery <laughs> 29 is for me. <laughs> oh man! Well, there you go. There's your background check. I didn't do a background check in Refinery 29. I literally just pulled up the first article that came with searching mm -hmm. summer flings on Google, and this happened to be it. So essentially, um, I want to highlight something that I found in this article very interesting. So this article is titled Summer Flings. They're quick, they're fun, and you should have one now. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the winter, you should have a summer fling. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so let's see here. Where was it? Oh, um, Oh yeah, so so this is from, this is just, I think a quote from the author. Um, oh, it just says one woman. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so an unidentified woman said, summer flings, quote, summer flings can be great. It can teach you a lot about your prejudices in your dating choices. Mm. Um, it just says things can develop faster and easier. It sucks when you actually fancy the pants off of them though. So it's interesting because I think what she's getting at um, is that summer flings kind of take away maybe, maybe you're not as picky or as choosy with summer flings because you're just looking for, I mean, you're really not looking for anything, but just a good time, you know? <laughs> I, I think it, summer flings seem like it's kind of skirts a risky line because on, on one hand i do think it is good to like examine your prejudices you know be a little bit more open-minded but on the other hand like I, I i just don't think it's very possible to maintain 
like an intimate relationship, especially in what this article is suggesting, a, a sexual relationship without developing any any feelings, right? So it's like, yeah, I definitely agree. We shouldn't, you know, date like we're catalog shopping, but like, how can you do it? I, I, I can't divorce the physical intimacy with emotional intimacy. So that's, that's, that's the problem, I think, you know. And plus the other question is, do, do people go into summer flings uh, with the intention of just ending it by, you know, the end of a certain time or does it usually just turn into something else, right? So real, real food for thought, a philosopher's dating philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. You make a very good point because actually at the end of the article, um, it gives you advice how to get out, <laughs> yeah. how to end the summer fling if you don't want it to, to come to an end. The article does say a lot of the times it does come to a natural end. Uh -huh. And as I mentioned before in previous episodes, and as people who have come on the show have told me, um, expectations really play a big part into this. And so, but it is difficult. There's a thin line because even if you both come in with the expectations of this is just a summer fling, like we just want to have fun and get down, do whatever, and then just call it quits. It, on paper, sure, that sounds like something that's very doable. But then, as you mentioned, Logan, we have these things called emotions inside of us. Mm -hmm. And as people, we tend to get attached to other people just because that's the way we're wired. Like, yeah. we want people to like us. We want to be attached. We want to feel belong. And so oftentimes it's like, all right, well, it's the end of the summer, but I still have feelings for you. Mm -hmm. And so like, what do we do now? But I think the point of this article was to like promote or to like, um, I guess just advertise, just, just say that like summer flings can be really fun and huh. they don't have to be super serious if you're not looking for a serious relationship right now, but you still want to make a connection with somebody, which is yeah. kind of interesting. That is, I mean, that is the definition of fleeing to have fun. So um, I guess that's right. Maybe that's why so many people on dating, uh, girls on dating apps are just looking for friends. They're actually just looking for flings perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 am, I do not have the feminine perspective. Perhaps somebody could call in, but. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a cool addition to have, call in line. <laughs> yeah. I could actually do that. If I did my podcast on the radio, I could have people call in. Maybe yeah. that's something I, I will mention this to the listeners and the viewers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do one more episode after this and then call that season one. So a 10 episode set of season one. And then for season two, we're going to add some new elements, some fun things, uh, switch things up a little bit and um, just take it a step further and, and to dive deeper. And so maybe that's something we can implement in season two. So it's going to become a game that. show. What was that? It's going to become a game show. <laughs> it's going to turn into the family feud, but the dating feud. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, it does say, though, going back to this article, this is the last thing I'll mention, unless you have anything to say about this article. It does say, do you have to end your summer fling? Um, if you're not ready to end your fling, it says that's okay. Ask your fling if they'd be open to continue and seeing each other, whether on a casual basis or more seriously, and see what they think. So, I mean, I, I don't think summer flings necessarily have to just be during 
you know, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can extend beyond that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Summer flings. I, I. Well, let's talk about our own personal experiences now. I uh-huh. think, I think in my personal life, when I, th- I think I'm in the position of having a summer fling, or I want a summer fling, because in the past. I go to, I go to school, school gets out. And then I move back to where I grew up just to like work for the summer. And I'm surrounded by people who are not going to be going to the same school as me again in the fall. Mm -hmm. And so my mindset is why try to like get into a relationship with somebody who won't even be at the school that I'm going to be at and then have it have to be long distance. So my Mm -hmm. mindset is like, I might as well just go on a bunch of dates, have fun. And if something like develops, then it would just have to be a summer fling mm-hmm. or we just have to assess once we get to the end of it, you know? So I think, I don't know, that's my mindset. What do yeah. you weigh in on that? I mean, I think, you know, as you kind of, as I mentioned before, you know, really have to consider, you know, how, how, how casual can you stay casual? Because um, I mean, your logic is that if I'm going to see somebody and I'm not, and we're going to be separated by distance later on at a point, you know, what's the point, you know, and so you just kind of go on, on these casual dates. But again, like, I think you just, you just automatically, you know, start to feel things for them. I mean, I remember, you know, back a couple, a couple summers ago, I wouldn't call it fling, but you know, you were in a relationship with somebody and, you know, distance was the thing that kind of, played a huge strain on that so um yeah I would say it's it's difficult like I, I think I'm somebody that would have a hard time just having a casual relationship per se um but on 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 the one hand my question is you know what's the difference between having a we're men what's the difference between having a casual relationship and having a really close relationship with uh with a woman because personally i i would say i have much more closer female friends than i have male friends um and we've never discussed romance or something romantic with each other but like we do very close things you know i have a couple friends and i you know nearly hang out with them almost every single weekend so you know is that a casual summer fling relationship or you know what 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 what's where's the line drawn i guess you could say i guess i answered your question with another question <laughs> And it's the same question I've been asking this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a question that's, 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 that's been with you since birth. And, um, yeah, as soon as I came out of the canals thinking, (laughs) how can I, how do casual relationships work? (laughs) Doctor, I have a question. (laughs) And the doctor wasn't able to give you the question. So you've turned to me, Hmm, (laughs) not a weight on my shoulders. Dr. Brench. That goes back to, I think, the whole, um, I think everyone sees things differently. Everyone has a different um, perspective and perception on, on like how things should or shouldn't be. And I know a lot of people don't, um, like, especially if they're like involved with somebody of the opposite sex, they don't like that person being involved with like other people of the opposite sex, you know? And so um, I think, well, it's kind of difficult because in my mind, there would always be some sort of conversation between the two people 
whether they're like casual friends or like they're starting a fling, there'd be some kind of like conversation and mutual agreement. Mm -hmm. But it's become very apparent to me as I've talked to people that a lot of the times when people are in this weird situation where they're like, are we like more than friends? Like, is this like leading to like a fling? Like what's going on here? Like they don't talk about it. And so when people ask them about it, they're just like, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is. And like, they're not like super urgent or they're, they're not like wanting to like define anything, you know, like they're fine just being like, I'm not sure what this is. So, I mean, and I'm sure there's kind of a the blurring of the lines between, you know, friendship and courtship because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, they say marry your best friend and they mean that in multiple ways, you know. I mean, I, I have, I've met, I met several girls in my life um, where, you know, I started off as really good friends for them and, um, you know, I've developed feelings for them, you know, it's not, it's like, but it's like, you know, how do you, how do you tell them that, you know, and even, even if you did tell each other, and even if you did like each other, like, where do you go from there, right, it's a very, confu- it's, it's a very, um, you know, it's an angsty puddle of feelings, <laughs> and it's hard to separate the two rots apart from each other. Yeah, and where it gets really sticky is, I know, it's very difficult, just in general, when you date somebody, or when two people are are romantically involved and then they break up, it's very difficult for them to stay friends or to stay close just because there's so many emotions tied to their time together and and that person. And so it makes it difficult to just sometimes even be around them or to talk to them and to interact in the same way. And Mm -hmm. so when you're friends with somebody of the opposite sex or even if like um, maybe you're like even more than friends or like you already have feelings for them, it's, it's difficult because like you don't want to go down that path because if things don't work out, then you won't be friends anymore. You know, I've heard so many people say like, oh, I really like this guy or I really like this girl, but I don't want to like make a move or like tell him how I feel because I'm afraid. You don't want to break the, you know, yeah. the equilibrium that you two have. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I even after like, let's say like you you have a relationship with somebody, be it casual or or a serious one, and then you break up. You know, it's 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 hard to stay together. And you know, we have a mutual friend. You know, we'll just call him Dig Dug or something. Dig Dug. <laughs> our, our our Dig Dug. Dig Dug was in a relationship with this one girl. They broke up, and I, I asked him like, why don't you just stay friends with her? You know, you see her so often on campus. And he says, you know, I, I don't think we we can have a just a friendship or a casual post relationship because um, I think he specifically said, you know, if if that happens, like if cheating happens, usually with your exes, um, but also I think just in like you've gone through this experience before. If you if you try to take you try to go back. Uh, have a more casual, maybe friends with benefits relationship, and it's it's gonna it's gonna end in tears. So it's you know that line, the thin blue line. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You made a very good point, point. Um, and I think it's just like 
I think how people go about this is just going to basically just be through their own experience, right? You know, mm-hmm. so it's just interesting to see. And frankly, like, obviously, the purpose of this podcast is to is to have these conversations to get people thinking. And I think it'd be really awesome if people wanted to weigh in on this, um, they would be able to. And so I'm thinking of different ways to maybe expanding um, this podcast to other platforms, to other social media platforms where the audience and listeners can like weigh in or ask questions or be more involved than just hearing me talking to, you know, whoever lovely individual comes on the show. But it would be interesting because I don't think the more I, the more I'm, I surround myself in education and, and the world of academia, the more I realize that there's not a lot of solid answers unless you're in like math or like finance or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of, a lot of educational topics and discussion, yeah, yeah. a lot of things are just like very, like it depends or, or the purpose is not to find the answer, but to just continue the discussion and, and see what oh, new yeah, ideas yeah. you can find, you know? Yeah. So in, I think dating the, is definitely one of those things. Not not to sound hoity-toity here, but um, based on the thoughts of German philosopher Karl Popper, the point of science and learning is to not have the perfect truth, but to get closer to the truth. Mm. So, yes, I mean, there is a lot of perspectives and a lot of approximations on what the truth is. And, uh, yeah, I certainly agree. I'm, I think you can get lots of different perspectives on on this topic or you can go on a twitter poll and get some of the most toxic people to comment you know it's that's twitter yeah twitter twitter will get you an audience it'll just get you a bad audience i can tell you that oh man we'll take it to twitter we'll take it to twitter all right logan i want before before i tell my little snippet on why i've been absent for a month yeah. I want I want to give you the opportunity to to tell me or tell the listeners any any goals you have for summer. This oh, upcoming summer. summer. Well, if I have a summer fling, then I would welcome it. But I will be very busy in the summer, uh, making summer chiching. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, for the listeners, we talked about it before we recorded. Um, back in January when I was last on the show, or yeah, I think the last time I was on a show was around January, the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And I had told that my 2022 goal was to move to DC. Well, um, I'm moving to DC. I, I got a couple of job offers. I'm very excited. So I'll be moving in, in July, so midsummer. Um, and I expect to be very busy. But, um, you know, again, they're like new people. I think a lot of people have been very supportive saying that I'll like DC and I I hope I can hold them up to it. Maybe I'll I'll have more, um, maybe I'll have more chemistry with the people there. Um, But I guess that's my goal. You know, I hit my goal. I said, I want to meet new people. And um, well, this is a very surefire way to do it is to move somewhere completely different. Um, But yeah, summer fling, no. But, you know, money is nice. <laughs> the salary is very nice. I cannot complain. Money is very nice. And, and um, women like money. So yeah. 
I think you're in a good position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess also I want to get into urban biking. It has nothing to do with dating, mm. but I, I've, um, I've never biked in the city before. I run frequently, but I do want to like get to places pretty quickly. Um, if if things work out, I'll be working in a part of Washington D.C. called Georgetown, which is really hard to get to by by metro or bus so i'm just gonna bike there and maybe i don't know some lady will some lady will check me out riding on my little dutch bike and say yes <laughs> well, that is a man with some nice calves that is the start of your movie that hollywood will make about you they'll have the yeah. scene where she like sees you checks mm -hmm. out your calves checks out your bike and she's yeah. like oh crap but he's riding away but then you eventually find each other somehow mm -hmm. in some weird way yeah. And fall should, in love. The movie should be called Logan, the Duke of Ox, a uh, Duke of Georgetown. <laughs> I would watch that movie. I'd give that movie a 10 out of 10 on IMDb, five out of five on Rotten Tomatoes. I would. Yeah, a 100% like fresh score. That's All there, there, it like, yeah. there it is. Two thumbs up, way up. <laughs> awesome. Well, sounds fun. Sounds like you'll have a great awesome time there in DC. I wish you the best. And I'm going to be a little um, evil right now. I'm going to, I'm just going to tease all the listeners and the viewers, and I'm not going to like reveal too much about this individual who's been taking up my time. But I will say that I have been spending a lot of time with a certain individual. It's your professor, right, Kyle? <laughs> your female professor. I know you're, you're her TA. Don't try to make this anything else. Wow, we're getting, um, we're getting, it's getting real hot in here real quick. Summer's <laughs> yeah. heating up quick. Yeah, you see that person? I, I see a, I see a person behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the phone. She's like trying to listen in on what this hot gossip is. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Let's get into it. I want to hear your story. Well, so I won't tell. I'm actually going to tell the story in the next episode. It's going to be my season finale. Whoa, whoa. Oh, my so God. That's, what I, that's really why I said I was, like, teasing everyone, right? Oh my goodness. So, so everyone tune into the season finale, episode 10, next time. I will tell the entire story of how I met this individual and where we are now. But mm -hmm. I just will say that I have been spending a lot of time with this individual. And hopefully things last longer than just a summer fling. So oh. with that, thank you so much for listening to Non-Professional Dating Advice, Episode 9. Logan Burton is back with us. Wish him the best in D.C. And yeah. next episode, good stuff. So don't forget to tune in.